This next story shows how the global economic crisis of the last few years didn't hit all nations the way it hit the U.S. When the American economy took a nosedive five years ago, Brazil's economy hardly skipped a beat. With this economic shift in fortunes, migration patterns between the two countries shifted as well. But it's more complicated than that, as the world's Jason Margolis found out. Anderson Zaka is a Brazilian-born fashion photographer and filmmaker. His company is called The Clickers. Zaka works in Sao Paulo, part-time. He also works in New York. He says every few months he hops on a plane and heads 10 hours south. There's a lot more business there, and the clients are willing to spend money in things that uh, the U.S. markets no longer wants to spend money. So that's why I travel back and forth. Zaka, who has a green card, keeps coming back to New York because, well, he's a New Yorker now. He's been here since he was 17. He's now 36. I can't adjust to the lifestyle in Brazil anymore. The infrastructure and the lack of transportation, it's really chaotic, and I can't adapt to that. If I'm going to move to a place that doesn't have transportation, I'll move to Hawaii. Zaka's situation has become increasingly common. Eduardo Sequeira coordinates the Transnational Brazilian Project at the University of Massachusetts, Boston. He also goes back and forth. Sequeira says while Brazil might be a new land of opportunity for expat Brazilians, many who go back are having a hard time readapting. The issue of security and safety, for example, Brazil is a lot more insecure in terms of violence in the streets. So in the U.S., in most places, you don't have to be as guarded as you would be in a major city in Brazil, or even a smaller city. So all that changes, and a lot of people cannot readapt. Marcia Heiss knows what this is like. We met for coffee in Rio de Janeiro. Heiss is an attorney. Six years ago, she moved to Florida, then Massachusetts. She returned to Brazil two years ago. She's not crazy about being back. For one thing, she says she can't handle the day-to-day corruption. For example, this is what she says happens when people get pulled over for drunk driving. They give money to the police and stuff, little corruptions like that. I don't agree. Even the sober drivers in Rio bother her. I just don't drive anymore here. I I can't drive here anymore because it's crazy, totally crazy. I'm so afraid. But you think the driving in Boston is good? I mean, so good. If you compare to Rio, (laughs) Bostonians are perfect drivers. (laughs) Heis can make a lot more money working as an attorney in Brazil. She also likes being closer to her family in Rio. And she doesn't have a job yet in the U.S. Still, she's moving back to Boston again in August. Permanently. <laughs> Maybe, given the way things are going in Brazil. It's not just the well-educated who are hopping back and forth between countries. It's something of a revolving door for working-class Brazilians as well. Natalicia Tracy, who directs the Brazilian Immigrant Rights Center in Boston, says a lot of blue-collar Brazilians who used to be in Massachusetts are now gone. A lot of people had bought homes. They lost their homes. And I think people felt a little bit lost and disillusioned with the economy. She says Brazilians used to arrive here, and within a few days they'd have two full-time jobs. Now they're getting by with one job or even part-time work. Still, she says, as one Brazilian leaves, a new one arrives, because many working-class Brazilians aren't benefiting from their home country's economic boom. What we're seeing in Brazil with the economy is, has created a space for people who are already on the edge of middle-class 
to grow. However, that growth hasn't yet impact in a positive way the lower class, low-wage workers, especially people who are living away from large cities. That's why we're still seeing people coming in. And another group going out, undocumented Brazilians. Eduardo Sequeira says they've left the U.S. because of the political climate here. With the persecution of immigrants, the climate of fear, many decided to go back because they couldn't stand it anymore. Many were deported, by the way. And at one point, flights of Brazilians were sent back home. And flights of Brazilians are coming to the United States. Anderson Zaka says when he does the JFK to Sao Paulo shuttle, he sees quite a few others on the plane who are also living this transnational life. But most of the others are Brazilian-based entrepreneurs trying to make it in the United States. Because they feel like the Brazil market, it's amazing, but it's not quite going to take them to where... You know, like when they say sky is the limit and Brazil is not quite the sky yet. So if you accomplish your goals in Brazil, you still have to conquer the world. And that means more Brazilians heading back to the U.S. For The World, I'm Jason Margolis from Boston and Rio.